Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout Podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condo with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Arrington. How are you going, Ben? Didn't need to do the extra Mr. Uh, I'm going good. I'm going good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm going, going great. Going good. Um, I've had a one-upmanship one again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did the two misters. I thought I need to come back to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just had some soup. You know, a couple of crackers. So I'm feeling a little bit uh, edgy. Uh, a little bit wired. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of soup was it? One of those little cup of soup things, like a mug shot. It's called. And it's just yeah. like pasta and tomato. And did you down yeah. it in one when it was scalding hot? I, I tried to just to much. feel alive <laughs> well, I knew we had this thing coming up so I was like I need to get this down quick and then um, yeah uh, yeah the, the pasta is that your, is that your quickest quickest dinner that you will do that you will constitute are you constituting that as a meal sounds like I'm worried no. sounds like I'm worried about you now but <laughs> no <laughs> no uh, I will try and eat something else but we haven't really got much in the house so I don't know what I'm going to eat there's this is this is making soup. for a really good episode so far. Yeah. Only, my, <laughs> my, uh, my probably my worst dinner that I sometimes do is peanut butter on toast, which is uh, Mate, that's, 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 what I'm in a, that's survival that's what I'm, food. I know exactly. That's when yeah. I'm in a real rush. That's when I'm like I've literally got five minutes to eat something. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Let's speaking of horror, dark times. Um, <laughs> have you um, done any um, <laughs> done any horrors this this week? On the done, have I d- done any hard horrors? Yeah. Um, yeah, so based on your recommendation, I watched Christine last week, which uh, is film. is one of the John Carpenter films I haven't seen. Yeah, and um, even though it was like uh, it was good, like it was solid. I, I mean, it had a great soundtrack. Yeah. I think um, I went. Oh, it did. Yeah, I did. Got all the 50s I did, stuff. Yeah, it had a really good soundtrack with like, the 50s stuff mm. in a, in combination with the classic John Carpenter sound, and it is based on a Stephen King novel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of really, really felt that like it was so, so Stephen King in terms of like bullies, research, yeah, research, <laughs> yeah, just all, the, all this stuff. Yeah. And I was a bit like, 
I don't know why, even though, like, obviously it's original because it was written by mm. Stephen King, directed by John Carpenter, it just felt so familiar, but not necessarily mm. in a way that was, like, nice and nourishing, in a way that was a bit like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, so where does it but rank on your John Carpenter list? Um, well, um, don't know. Maybe, like, just <laughs> just below Big Trouble in Little China, maybe, for me. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to picture my list now. Mm. Big Trouble in Little China isn't isn't a film that I'm massively in love with yeah so that's probably yeah. where it sits just below maybe because just just because it's difficult to watch a brand new john Car- i mean it's a great experience to watch a new john carpenter mm. film for the first time yeah i'm glad yeah. I, I, I i'll still i will be able to do that with a, with a few more i think there's still a few i haven't i haven't seen yeah for me too you've got uh star man is one i want to watch at some point and i've still not seen escape from new york I've seen Escape seen from that. LA many times. Uh, yeah, I've seen both of those. Um, I haven't mm. seen um, what film did you tell me to watch the other day? Uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, that's good. Yep. Yeah, I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen They Live for a long time. So I like that. That was fun, especially if you like wrestling, which you do. There's uh, that that fight scene is pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like a really long. <laughs> I think it's about over... 10, 15 minutes long, and it's not not much happens in that fight scene other than one person doing some sort of body slam while going to walk away. And the other one go, no, <laughs> and like, you know, get <laughs> yeah, up at the yeah, last yeah. minute and then it repeats, it would go back and forth like that. But it's good. Would, I, I would also <laughs> like to watch. I mean, I will mm. watch that, but I would also like to watch just because I watched both of these films when I don't think I really knew all that much about directors and stuff. So yeah. when I was quite young, so I saw Vampires and Ghosts of Mars. Me too. When I was quite, like when I was quite young and, mm. and just watched them for what they were, which was just, you know, obviously in terms of John Carpenter films, they're ranked pretty low. I like um, them still. Like I was just I, young I mean, the... I mean, critically, they're they're, right, they're critically <laughs> yeah. like they, they would be thought of as like nasty. Some of the lowest. Yeah, yeah. I I quite like bits of vampires and I quite like bits of Ghost of Mars, even though they're both mm. pretty cheesy and. It's been a daring. long time in my mind. It's been a long time since I've seen vampires. Ghost of Mars, I knew at the time it was cheesy, but I just enjoyed it anyway. It's a, it's a crazy cannibal film, but um, uh, yeah. I definitely, I definitely want to watch both of those films um, yeah. at some point soon, just to just to remind myself um, of how potentially awful or just great they are. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Um, there is the Ward as well, isn't there? Which was um, yeah, sort of not too long ago, actually. Yeah, that was a 2010 John Carpenter. Is that the last John Carpenter film? That's yeah, that's so he, he was off for like nine years and then came back with that. Um, yeah. And it's. Um, it's very confidently directed, and you know it's it's uh, it feels like a really good filmmaker making it, but it's just a bit plain, a bit plain Jane, haunted mental asylum story. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit yeah. uh, ready salted flavor. It is. Yeah. A bit ready salted. Yeah. Oh, Not right. spicy enough. Yeah. Not spicy enough. Yeah. Any, uh, I any, watched any horror guff from you? Well, so it was Friday the thirteenth the other day, and I watched. I thought, you know what. I could either watch Friday the Thirteenth to film, or a, a, like a slasher that sort of takes from that. Um, and I, tr- I watched Behind the Mask, uh, Leslie Vernon story. Have you seen that before? Oh uh, yeah, um, no, that's on Shudder, though, isn't it? Is that on Shudder? It is on Shudder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen posters and a few bits on Prime as well. Actually, don't yeah. really know all that much about it. So I saw this years ago. I think maybe when it near to when it first came out, like two thousand and four ish, I guess. Um, and I remember thinking it was really like good meta slasher. Um, yeah. So it's kind is of like... It, isn't it like a documentary style thing? Yeah. So it's a documentary 
documentary about a slasher who wants to be like the next Jason, the next uh, Freddy. And in this world, all those people do exist. So it's like he's just wants to be one of them. Um, oh, right. And oh, then right. it's sort of... Does he, becomes... does he mention them by name as well? Sort of these yeah, people. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then oh, right. it becomes less meta and becomes an actual... The people, the documentarians become like part of the story. It is quite good. Um, it has aged like a little bit. It does feel very mid-2000s. So it um, is mid two thousands, but for some reason I'd never I'd never heard of it before. Well, I don't think before... it was very big. Like uh, I don't even know how I would have heard of it back when I did. It was only Shudder, really, that recently has mm. is, is sort of brought my attention to it. So uh... yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth it. And then I watched um, me and Cat actually watched Friday the Thirteenth, the first one, which I've... I don't <coughs> know if I've ever seen that very first one all the way through, or, or even at all. So remember... There's there's no there's no Jason in that, right? Well, there is, but like uh, only in passing. Like he's not the like the main killer. It's his no. mum. Yeah, and um, yeah. only in passing. Yeah. Jason, I'm going out, going out to get some milk. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. He. Uh, but it's it was good fun. Like I really liked. It. I mean, there's not much to it. It, you know, it's the 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 Crystal Lake camp counselor formula. Yeah. They die one by one. <laughs> And um, what's his name's in it, actually? Uh, Kevin Bacon as one of the counsellors. Yeah. As one of the um, counsellors. Mm, and then they it. die, and then uh, they have a final girl, and she gets away. I mean, that's like the formula. that This is the one of the ones that set that formula. But yeah. I'm thinking now, I might like to go through all of them again and like how watch... How many are there? Ten, I believe. Mother of God. I don't know if that's including Freddy versus Jason. How far into them would you get before you just thought, I've had enough? Well, I don't know because I remember really liking part six. I've done it. I've, I remember going through a lot of the Jason films when I was a kid. Really liked part six. Um, and I remember there's one when he's like, he's just the brain. Uh, like he's dead. And he's a he's brain that brain. goes in people's yeah. mouths and then turns them into like the, the killers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. I think it's. Yeah, that would have been fun. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's talk about today's film. Um, so we're not going to do number nine on the list. We are getting with the getting with the times, and we're doing the big film of the moment. Everyone's talking about it, but like you know, in sign language, uh, it's a quiet place. Um, directed by Josh John Krasinski. What uh, yes. have you got any notes on it? Uh, yeah, uh, so um, a, a Quiet Place is a 2018 American horror film directed by John Krasin- Krasinski, yeah, and starring yeah. Emily Blunt um, and him. That's right. Isn't it? Yeah. The, the film uh... <laughs> is it? Wait, is it? Wait, is is this is this the guy? This film um, intro yeah. hasn't been like the most. Prime, I don't think but... I've ever seen that guy in anything before. Krasinski. Yeah, you have. Because I, I never watched The Office. Oh, Amer- okay. The, Amer- yeah. the American Office, at least. Okay. Yeah. I know he's from that, but he's got that yeah. face where I just think. He ain't a bloody serious actor. He's just he's, got one of his faces, isn't he? He's the guy in the office who, who um, when plays Martin some, Freeman's character, right? Yeah, if someone does something awkward, he, he's the guy who just kind of glances at the uh, camera. I yeah, I, I was I so, kept expecting him to do that in this, just like someone like, <laughs> his, his son gets killed and he just goes glances oh, at the camera. Spoilers. Uh, we're, we're, there will be spoilers. Be I'll put spoilers big, in the title. Big again. old spoilers in the yeah. in this one. Maybe there are there are huge ones. There will be. But the yeah. tag the tagline is: If they hear you, they hunt you. Uh, a family is forced to live in silence while hiding from creatures that hunt by sound. Mm. So it's basically mm. pitch black, right? 
Mm, yeah. Uh, this is um, this is the Rotten Tomatoes um, thing. <laughs> that soup. Splurb. My mind's Splurb. on soups. <laughs> Splurb, my, yeah. my mind is my mind is down <laughs> in that scolding hot soup. Yeah. Uh, a quiet place art for your players on elemental fears with ruthlessly intelligent creature feature that's as original as it is scary and establishes director John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, as a rising talent. Get nine to five percent Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> people are saying this is as good as Alien. People are saying this is um, better than Get Out. I've heard people say this is. Better, what well, as good as get out. Get out of town. Get out of town. Get <laughs> out of not, Dodge. No, he knew as good as those films. It's good. I mean, um, what were your thoughts? It's just what big your time initial hype, thoughts. Yeah. Big time hype, 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 Isha. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was like, I mean, it's a good, it's an interesting premise. It's a unique mm. sort of premise, but I think it just brings up so many questions mm. that kind of like never really get answered. And yeah. I feel like this film kind of just goes back and forth between the same sort of it builds tension and then that and then it sort of releases that tension in kind of the same way over and over and over again. Yeah, Where you think, yeah. you know, if people have been in this scenario, they're either they're either going to be dead immediately or they're going to be so damn good. Hey, I snore. At, at, I'm at gone. Some, you snore, you're absolutely screwed. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, if anyone's got like a hiccup, a recur- recurrent yeah. hiccup, they can't control uh, flatulence. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kept thinking, God, mouth breathers. Mouth God. breathers. <laughs> well, if you've got a sore throat and you really, really need, you know, to... you got those coughs that are really annoying. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <coughs> sorry, sorry. A like, real dry dead. cough. And also, <laughs> yeah. and also, spoilers. What if you have a fucking baby in this post-apocalyptic world of doom? Well, I like I mean, that whole bit. I was like, wow, they've really gone like yeah, what would be the yeah, very yeah, worst yeah. thing that can happen. The nail. Yeah. Which was the best yeah. thing in the film. That was good. That was good because that was... I liked yeah. when that was signposted. I was a bit like, oh, hello. Here we go. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of felt like... I mean, performances were all right. Mm-hmm. I felt some of the kids... There were a lot of times where you're like, where are the kids and why are the parents not at their side every waking moment? Do you know what I mean? There were moments yeah. when the kids were just off. And I mean, I know they kind of, they kind of trying to play out that they were doing A, B, or C. Yeah. But it just felt a little bit... It felt a bit sporadic. Um, mm. the, the, the sort of rules surrounding the creatures um, kind of felt one way at one point and then as the film progressed to event to an eventual end it kind of felt a bit like uh. and also this is one of those films where you're like are we, supposed, are we supposed to believe that this has wiped out the entire human population because again spoilers we get to a point where they manage to work out that it's got a weakness I'm pretty sure the military would have, uh, would have worked yeah, out, that, would there, have worked was out a, yeah. that there was a weakness if it was as easy as that, because you know, that would yeah. be one of the first things you think, right? Where you think, oh my God, if they're so sensitive to sound. Do something sound said? related. Yeah. Yeah. That would Sonic be. weapons, yeah. Yeah. So it felt a little bit, you know. Also, we've bit. seen that. We have seen that in Mars Attacks. And at the yeah. end of this, I, I was like, I wonder if they're going to play, I wonder if his head's going to pop, like in Mars yeah. Attacks. And I thought they're going to drive around in the car with the big speakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, playing that yodeling music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think also, like, we saw a hell of a lot of the creature. Like, obviously, that's, that's kind of what you want to see. But at the same yeah. time, the creature design was a bit, I mean, it was a bit overly familiar. It kind of reminded me of a, either like the Cloverfield monster, um, mm. the, ne- the Necromorphs from Dead Space. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt a bit overly familiar. And it I made kind me of, think of survival horror games more than... Yeah, um, yeah, very limmy. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Lots of limbs, very... Uh, yeah. Um, and I, it kind of <laughs> felt a bit... Even though, even though, yes, of course, it was a, it was a very interesting and unique premise... I just don't know if it was sort of as yeah. as 
it, there was a lot more potential mm. for a lot of good set pieces, a lot of good, really tense moments. I mean, there were there were definitely tense moments. Um, in some ways, this felt a bit low budget, even though I don't think it was low budget, just because it never really went anywhere. I mean, I would like to see them more people in the film. Would like to see yeah. them sort of go out more and be forced out from the house. They'd like they definitely built stuff, hadn't they? Because I just kept thinking, how are they hammering a nail in? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. How oh, you mean? How do you made the baby? Are they? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only way, man. Because yeah. basically, I can never do it without being a, 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 a <laughs> squeaky bed, bed springs. Squeaky bed springs, exactly. <laughs> oh, we'll have to do it. We'll have to do it on the cold, on the, on the cold the hard floor again. On yeah. the wood in in the water. Oh god. Yeah. And there were a few things I didn't quite understand um, mm. as they were happening, but maybe it was just because my attention was kind of a bit. Sometimes it was one of those films that didn't keep my attention very well. Yeah, but but you know, that's yeah. maybe that's my own my own problem. What it feels like sensory dep. Well, main mostly the same thing to me. It feels like sensory deprivation horror is like in vogue. So we've got Bird Box, <coughs> which is a Josh Malaman novel, which is a which is going to be adapted to a film. That's a film where you can't look at the bad guys because if you see them, they will kill you. So people go around in blindfolds. This is like the the ear version of that. So if you can't yeah. hear them, otherwise no, wait, you're aware. You can't make a noise, otherwise they'll kill you. I've and I've seen a couple of short films, um, Dawn of the Deaf, which is like a zombie film with deaf people. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got a friend who's making a short film, and it's quite fine. The process called Dead Quiet, which is this exact same concept, and oh, this has Dead come Quiet. out now. And I'm is that like, a Kickstarter? Ooh. yeah, yeah. I think so I've got it. Maybe about that. I mean, yeah, I think I think I did as well, actually. Um, but I'm a bit like, oh, that's bad timing. <laughs> That's like yeah. exactly the thing, and this film's doing so well. But like, there needs to be like a um, next up. We've got like a like a, a smelling horror. Like it could be called like uh, whoever smelt it, and you can't smell them. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll get, they get embarrassed yeah. and they kill you. Maybe oh, there's some smelling oh, me. Some, maybe there's some sort of like thing that goes out your nose, like this tiny little smell, um, yeah. tiny little little thing creatures, tiny little Ugh. nanobots that go yeah. out your nose. If you smell them, you're like, oh no, smell, and then they get in your yeah. brain, and then they just fuck you up. I like can't it. Taste. So, it probably comes from like a, a new technology, like um, you know, you get taptic feedback and, and all this kind of stuff, like where you can smell the app or smell the video, yeah. and then yeah, it goes yeah. bad. It gets AI. It's like Terminator, yeah, but yeah. like so, nostril uh, bots smelling like rotting meat and you're, smelling Ooh. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. Uh, um, I thought it was good. Like I said, the, the scariest thing was the nail. The, the creature design, I just was like, eh. Yeah, maybe it is good. It just looked a bit mad to me. Like I'm sure, like I've seen that same cutscene when it cuts to those in um, a few games, like like Rezo games or something. And also, yeah. I'd like to see what what are these creatures doing. Are they just killing people? Are they eating them? What are they like? Yeah. What are, are they, they doing to them? I think the biggest annoyance for me was the set design. Um, so it sounds like I'm coming really harsh, but this was a a fairly enjoyable film. Um, but the set design, I hated the whiteboard. That's like pretty much should have just said these are the big plot points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, like, yeah, yeah. Basically, three things this, on that thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't, you don't. It's just not real life, is it? Like, and the newspapers with all the headlines nicely spread out. I feel like this is like three yeah. years after the things happened. We know, clear the, clear it out. Clear this shit out. What's wrong away? with you? Yeah. You're obsessed. That whiteboard is squeaky as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Armor. For God's sake, shut up! Oh man, noises like it just and it's so like I wish they should just put more words on that whiteboard. If you're going to use that whiteboard, fine, 
Just put a shitload of more words on there. Because just having armor noises yeah, it's kill, basically kill just, him. It was just it was just look. We're Meteor. too lazy. We're too lazy to show you yeah. uh, properly. So here's yeah. all the stuff you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Bloody Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, okay, so the story itself said key players. I would say one thing that I thought was I thought the performances were really good. Uh, Emily Blunt, I was like. <laughs> Ah, she can really fucking act. There's like I've seen her in a few roles now. And she's um, always been really good. Yeah. Uh, John Krasinski, Jim, didn't look at the camera once. So you know he's yeah. ev- evolved as an actor, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he plays like the dad in the um, in in the family unit. Um, everyone plays the mum, pregnant mum. Uh, got Millicent Simmons, a deaf uh, actress who plays the daughter. She um, has like a a cochlear. Implant, I think they're called. Um, yeah. And then Noah Duke plays Marcus Abbott, the older son, and then Cade Woodward plays Bo Abbott, the younger son, who uh, doesn't last yeah. too long. I don't know. I don't know if I was too keen on the kid actors there. I yeah. can't remember them too much. Actually. I'm, I'm thinking more of um, uh, Emily Blunt walking, like going around the house, and you know, screaming in the bathtub, and like I felt like a very believable sort of performance, especially standing on the nail and that kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> oh, Home Alone, that reminds yeah, me. Yeah, I was thinking Home Alone as well, yeah. And I was thinking, what, Marv just let it out. You'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it opens with... Um, it's a town, it's post-apocalyptic future. It's not so far in the future where, you know, Mad Max level of post-apoc. No. It's more like Last of Us level of post-apoc. Yeah, as so... far as we can tell, there aren't that many people around at all. Because we're kind of like we kind of see this family, and then we might we see like one or two other people later, but that's it. Yeah. There's like no one around. So it's, what is it? Twenty twenty, and yeah. apparently most of Earth's human population has been wiped out mm-hmm. by sightless alien creatures with high high percentive hearing, and they're just and like bastards. Sort of, yeah. Did, were you getting any sort of M Night Shyamalan vibes? I was watching this, and I was like, although it didn't have a twist ending or anything, I was. It totally, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Something about it reminded so. me of like the village or um, yeah. some of the sort of more like tenser uh, Shyamalan movies. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, we open with the they're out in this shop, um, all five of them, and they're being super quiet. There's like no noise for the first thirty minutes of this film, maybe longer than that. No noise at all, um, apart from like little squeaks and, and spots and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, no, burps, burp. and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. the, the the rummaging around the shop for the medicines and stuff like that. Um, and then the younger son, um, Cade, I think his name is, is uh, playing with uh, a rocket, like a toy rocket. Um, and then, then he nearly drop, he nearly drops it at one point. Nearly like, drops it, and he drops it. But then the, the deaf daughter, that Regan, is it Regan? Yeah, she like. She like catches it. Oh bloody hell! And then the dad goes, "Take yeah. these bloody batteries out, you mug, yeah. you mag." But then, but then Ooh, we didn't. We didn't. And then, but then we see the boy <laughs> picking up the toy again. We didn't need to see that, did we? Um, nah. Uh, and then the batteries. He takes the batteries for the toy. They're, yeah. they're walking across the bridge. He pops the batteries in. But like, uh, I still don't know if the kid would have done that. I mean, maybe he was very young. You know, kids better than me. I mean, how? Would he have done that? You never know. know. 
maybe yeah. possibly it's hard to say because i've never really like been around a kid in a post-apocalyptic scenario where you say if you make a noise you will die yeah <laughs> so, I don't, so i don't know maybe they'd listen but yeah. i don't know probably not there's probably going to be a moment where they're just like well i like the toy i want to hear its noise yeah. <laughs> i like how with the baby later on they're like we know we're going to do this time we're going to keep him asleep forever yeah. <laughs> they put a little gas mask on him they should have had that gas mask for him yeah they should have yeah or just just left him when he made the noise just gone fuck him yeah. <laughs> can't he just like throw the toy yeah yeah I thought that but he uh, didn't he's trying to get he's trying to get to him wasn't he so basically yeah they're walking along sort of like a, a yeah. train track type thing yeah. and for some reason the little kid is like miles behind everybody else which is first of all a bit mad isn't it mm-hmm. yeah because you just keep them close if there are these creatures everywhere because what if he just tripped and fell over made a noise oh dad <laughs> yeah. Daddy, I've grazed my knee. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then suddenly you just the rocket starts going. Yeah. And obviously, and obviously, and this thing dad... is there within seconds. It spawns by the noise. Yeah, yeah. What's weird is that, like, surely, obviously, yeah, they appear and they hear the noise and they come after you, come mm. to the source of the noise, but they never like stumble across anybody, do they? No, and they're always or like, what? just out, of, just within ear. Like, they're never like. The other side of town, and they no. like you make a noise, and then you go, We've got five minutes, or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah, just there, five minutes, they're on their way, yeah, yeah. So, you never, you never really under because that sort of suggests that there's absolutely loads of them around, but it's but three, were, they say there's like three of them in the area, three, three in the area, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Annoying. So, yeah, yeah, obviously, um, Krasinski, what's his, what's his character's name, Lee. Uh, Lee yeah. sort of runs to try and to try and obviously scoop him up. I don't know what he's planning to do because um, just trying to save him. And yeah. as he's doing it, you saw you see the creature sort of running through the woods behind him, yeah. and then just snatches him away, snatches yeah. the little boy away, takes him. The, the sound design pretty good. It just went from utter quiet to the thing. Uh, it, like even though he saw it coming, it was still a jump scare. Like it just it's so fast and so, it's so powerful and. I like how you, you never got the feeling that like they were going to be easy to beat, these things. They were very... They do look pretty hardcore. These are like, yeah. you know, towards the end of the survival horror game. These are the things you fight then. Not yeah, the these start. are the things which are just like, oh, what's going on here? Jesus. Yeah. They aren't runs. Um, and then it cuts to like uh, a year and a half later. Um, they're on the farm where they, where they live. The, the farm, we sort of see more of it. We see that like they use sand. I like so many touches. They use sand on all the roads yeah, to yeah. Like, walk them down it. You won't make any noise. They live in mostly the basement, I think, I believe. Um, yep. They've got like a lights everywhere, uh, camera set up. Jim, not Jim, but whoever his character is called, Lee, um, has been working on these. He's got all these speakers and cameras and he's got his whiteboard. How did he do any of this without slamming a nail in? Yeah. At any point? Yeah. Unless Blue. he used Pritstick Pritstick. for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuck everything up. PVA glue, yeah. Um, and then also, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, no, sorry. They got, oh. they've got electricity, yeah. They have. How? Have they got a generator? Maybe. Because they're loud. I, I've never used a generator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're loud. Unless solar, got solar panels. Sort of solar panels. Oh god! I don't think this was there, but this was something I kind of wanted to know. Mm. But it never was. We just got to see the whiteboard. Well, they could have done then. So pretty soon on. Uh, Lee takes his son out to catch some <coughs> fish and stuff. Why couldn't they have like them going to 
turn his, like, oh, the generators have gone out. We need to go turn the generator on. And then he takes his son to do that with him. And that could have been level yeah. one. And, and also, <laughs> we're, kind of, we're, game. we're kind of made to understand it. If there's like another sound, which is like almost like background noise. Yeah. So like a river, or I guess if you had a generator and it was on constantly, yeah, it would become part of that background noise and it would mask your noise yeah. in a way. Yeah. Can't they live by I the mean, waterfall? That's pretty good thinking, actually. Can they not live by the waterfall? Uh, or like have something that makes a constant noise. Then again, I, I quite <coughs> like the peace and quiet. I imagine it's quite comforting sometimes. Yeah, comforting, but at the same time, you know that if you bloody knock anything over, which they're really good at doing, yeah. and every time they've got like <laughs> limbs flying yeah. everywhere, knocking things over, you're like, well, I'm screwed. That's it. Yeah. Jesus. I knocked over me hot bovril. They're yeah. on their way. <laughs> um, so what happens is, so uh, we see more of the the family, the house, the daughter with a death thing, her cochlear thing doesn't work. Um, Jim's making her a new one. Jim, I keep calling her Jim. I've known so, like, 11 he's seasons making, of The Office. He's, he's making, making her a new one, hammering yeah. the shit out of something. Just to... <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah. Brett's getting the shit out of something. And um, oh. <laughs> uh, so she doesn't want to take it. She's um, sick of him showing stuff in her ears. He's like, yeah. is it going to be the finger or is it going to be your wet finger again? Because I can't. <laughs> Anymore. Just constantly giving her a wet willy over and over again. Yeah. This joke is awful. And yeah. I'm gonna sign that to you as angrily as I can. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So Jim takes the son out to the river to get some fish to teach him the ways of a, of a man in the modern world. There is a lot of like traditional family sort of things here. Like he doesn't let the daughter go with them no. to do the man stuff. I yeah. don't know how if that was a, a thing they were trying to say. Middle class <laughs> American family values. Not too sure. Possibly, or maybe he was just. I don't know. It was weird. Mm. Maybe he felt like he didn't want her to come because he was worried about her again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So they're gonna do that. Um, Whilst they're doing that, the daughter gets super mad and then she takes the broken toy from the start of the film to the bridge where um, the son died and she's going to 
she's going to live there from now on, I presume. I don't know. Yeah, she's going to live um, on the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> like a troll. And then um, whilst they're out, What's-Her-Face is doing some laundry, Emily Blunt, and then accidentally pulls up the nail on the stairs. Yeah. Um, then is she... all this, is it, is all, this feels like it's to, all towards the end of the film. Is this like the order of the film? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think there's a bit more of them sort of setting. Yeah. The they play Monopoly. They drop yeah. a fire. Um, Set the a, scene for a while. There is, yeah. There is a bit where uh, Jim Lee gets on the silo thing and he, lit, he lights fire. And then there's like fires lighting up all around the valley. The valley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to show oh, you that oh, there's more people got, out there. Fire's got a little bit of noise to it, doesn't it? Crackling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do they but just then, know when a when a noise is caused by a human? They're like, yeah. fuck it out. Someone's dropped a someone's dropped a gut somewhere. Where are going now? But then I do think it, it takes. I'm sure that's like half an hour, forty minutes of the film gone. It's not a long film. I think it's like ninety minutes, pretty tight. Um, so most of it's yeah. that, and then then him taking the son to the thing, um, to the catch the fish. That's quite a way into it, I think. Um, so. Whilst they're out there, they find a dead woman on the floor. We see a man, an old man. He's yeah. like, uh, her guts are like hanging out and stuff. It's like it's, it's not gory enough to be like proper gore, but it's a bit of a tease. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh hello. Oh hello. Um, and then he screams. He's like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. an easy way to commit suicide. If you if you like were tempted, then yeah. you, it's very easy to do. Flip yeah. that ah, fucking hell! <laughs> I reckon I'd go to do it, and then my voice would go all high, embarrassing. Yeah, because I haven't used my voice yeah. for so long. Yeah. Hello. I did. I did this the other day, right? Uh, <laughs> I didn't use my voice. Never got to like use my voice for like a couple of hours. I was at yeah. work, <clears throat> and um, yeah. then I was just like walking through a corridor, and someone like I kind of know, just a little bit of a, you know, not really a friend, more like someone, someone, like, someone I know well enough to say hello to. Yeah. I just went. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. My voice squeaks anyway. Like on podcasts and stuff. Every now and again, my voice—I I can't talk for longer than half an hour. My, my voice starts to do this weird sort of little noise. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's I another thing. Get... So in this film, I know if if you like, you know, university or or wherever you're doing lectures, the the time where you're trying to be as quiet as possible—that's when yeah. your stomach starts to make the most like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What was that? That's good. Is it a frog somewhere? <laughs> Some of Korean trumping frogs. People find them under the desk. Well. Yeah, yeah, it does. You have to sleep. You have to sleep with a pillow, perfectly <laughs> like strap, like gaffer taped to your ass, constantly just to dampen tape yourself the shut. Yeah, <laughs> tape yourself shut. <laughs> you would. Yeah. You literally like, and also, <laughs> sorry, it'd be to be a bit disgusting now. You know when you sit on the toilet. And sometimes the toilet acts as a megaphone, doesn't it? Yeah, and it does. When you're trying to be quiet, when you're trying to be when, quiet, when, when you're in like when you're squeezing stuff, <laughs> when you're clenching stuff, that's when it the, the gases really. Pu- <laughs> that's when the gases really push that's against it. Outside the door. <laughs> Bam! What's that? Yeah, I'm hoping that. Uh, one of aliens to hear that noise, they're like, I'll wait. Like the side of the house into, into like a pile of sawdust. 
And also the diet's weird. It's like all like mushrooms found on the street and like raw fish and stuff. Yeah, be, they can't, they can't eat anything good. There's no roughage in that diet, ass or. Oh, I really want those. Oh, I really want those Doritos. <laughs> well, you, you fucking can. Oh my god, crisps! Can you imagine eating a packet you of crisps? Can. You can't eating a packet yeah. of crisps would be a nightmare. Yeah. Someone told me that like crisp packets. In a world I want to live in. There's a science around crisp packets where they will rustle, no matter how um, vigorously you, you get the crisps or how gentle. The, the decibel level of the rustling will always remain the same, just in the way the Chris Packets architecture is. Did you eat anything while you were watching this film? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no, I had a bottle of water. I'd be dead. There's a girl who, uh, uh, there's a, a jumpy bit, and she had this popcorn, and it went. <laughs> she like, choked the popcorn into the air. You saw it rise, but. <laughs> just, is this real? Separate. Yeah, it's such a cliche. Right, <laughs> like a couple of like little kernels rising above her head in the shadow. <laughs> Snatched them out of the air before she had a chance to realise that they'd gone. Like a chameleon, my tongue sort of unfurled and brought it back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my eyes sort of going that the, sideways. The base, basically, your eyes. Basically, you can't do anything. You can't do anything fun in this world. No, if yeah, we live in a place, if we live in a yeah. world where you can't have crisps mm. and you can't. Have a shit in peace. Then I'm afraid. <laughs> this ain't the world I want to live you in. You pronounce shit and piss weird then. Shit in yeah. peace. Shit in and, peace. Uh... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Where are we in the film? Um... So she, she starts going into labour, Evelyn, and then she like smashes oh, yeah. a picture. At this time, she smashes like a picture frame, and I just think, stop smashing stuff. Someone smashed like a lamp earlier, and then someone smashed a picture frame. For God's sake, be careful. I know you're going into, into yeah. labour. My yeah, God. yeah. So she, so she starts going into labour, and then the <laughs> nail, which we obviously we saw come out of the floorboard earlier, she oh, bloody she steps, steps on it. It's like a long nail, and it goes right up. It must be into the bone. Oh. I don't understand how it's not. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And then <laughs> manages to like not scream into... She's having contractions, clearly. She holds, she holds the scream in. I like how she manages to hold that the pain, the scream for the pain of the nail. Right until she gets into that bathtub until the firework goes out. And then she can yeah. finally let that scream out. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the contractions at all. Ah. Oh, my bloody foot. She's terrified of fireworks. That's the truth. <laughs> the fireworks are going up. She's like, ah! She's like a dog. Yeah. Okay. I think we were in the flame, like how um, how tense this this bit is where she's... So she's yeah. going in. She's in labor. She steps on her bloody nail. She's um, scared of fireworks. <laughs> And all the time, there's like one of these creatures just like clicking around. Also, would you not like close everything so that the creatures can't get in? They haven't got hands, have they? I'm sure they, they could just, work their way in. The doors are open, so they seem to just be able to just appear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what, another thing that's annoying. You should like, she could close the basement. If she just closed a bloody door at the top, yeah. maybe it wouldn't have got in. Well, yeah. the doors are open. Were you born in a barn? Shut the door after you. <laughs> The doors open again, and uh, then um, the bait. So the fireworks go. So, okay, so we need to go back. I think to Jim Lee and his son. Uh, so all this is happening at the same time. It's like lots of moving parts here. Um, yeah. They are out in the thing that they see the guy in the town and his wife's dead. He starts screaming. I think he should have sang a song. I think like <laughs> the old lady. <laughs> 
everyone seems to like just saying, if I just scream, why would you want that to be like your, your final noise? I would yeah. sing like uh, my favorite song. Yeah. I don't know what it'd be at the time. I'd sing uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Bye, when boy. I was a young, young boy, boy my How father far you get in it? took me into the city, to, the city to see a march shot. That's how quick it would happen. Yeah, you um, you would not be you would not be able to get to the chorus because it's quite a, it's like quite a minute and a half. Yeah, song. yeah, you'd be dead. You'd be dead for the chorus. You'd unless, maybe unless have to you, start you, on the chorus. Unless you start, yeah, you'd have to yeah. <laughs> carry on. We'll carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy screams. The thing comes and kills him. While Lee takes his son and hides, um, and then they start to make their way back towards the house, the farmhouse. At so the she's, same time, she's turned she's the lights there. red. So she's yeah. turned the lights red. I like that touch as well. It's good. Yeah. Shit is it the fan. Yeah. Um. So, oh my God. And then what What does he do? He goes sets off the fireworks at this point to yeah. be the diversion Um. to find Evelyn. I won't want so, to keep fireworks around. No. So while those fireworks go off, Um. she is in the bath screaming at the fireworks. And then she has the baby. Um. She takes it downstairs. It's like, they've got like a little soundproof basement or something. Um, Why are they not in there 100 percent of the time? Yeah, and then there's a, one of those things. I oh, know. I think that's a little bit later on. Um, one of those things finds its way in again without hands. Yeah. <laughs> but and we see that as they're getting into the basement, they're sort mm-hmm. of they are sort of roaming around. This was this was very when you said it was a Shyamalan vibe. I got the the, the signs vibe quite a lot, right. mainly because yeah. there was obviously a cornfield. Um, yeah. But obviously Maybe this stuff, in, this stuff in the house as well, where they were kind of like. Trying to hide as these sort of, they were quite slow moving and stalky when they were walking around the uh, thing, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's quite kind of tense. I think. Um, yeah, wasn't there a bit where it's like kind of pushing its face? There was a very alien bit actually. I'm sure there was a bit when it pushes its face into hers, pretty much. Um, uh, I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, Lee, Lee. So they have the baby. They put the baby in like a little what soundproof box. The gas. It. <laughs> it's a little gas, gas mask. It's put it to sleep. It starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought that was air. I thought they put it in like a soundproof box and then that was a little gas for it to breathe. Oh, right. R- I thought make... because it started to cry, I thought they oh, were like, uh, go back to sleep. I thought it was go, like a quick off What a life, yeah. eh? Just be asleep constantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and then Lee leaves to sort of go and find the other children, like obviously the deaf girl and then his other son, which yeah. you kind of, I don't know what happened to him in this scenario, but he ended up off somewhere, didn't he? Uh, um, and th- yeah, okay, yeah. I found, did you not find this bit a bit jarring when, so Evelyn's like asleep with the baby, mm-hmm. and then she just wakes up and. It's flooded. Is it, is it flooded? How did that happen? I think she ran a bath. This, 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 there's a couple of things around here that don't make too much sense to me. Uh, so she ran a bath, um, I guess, after she had the, because there's blood in the bath after she had the baby. She was like, I better clean that up. Probably left a tap on then. That's the only thing I can think of. I was just <laughs> confused. Yeah. Yeah, I was just confused because suddenly the basement was filled, filled with water, and I was a bit like, what's mm. happened here? Like, yeah. Are we supposed to just think that this is the kind of thing that just happens? I yeah, it does, but maybe the cell is yeah. deflated. Um, <clears throat> and then the thing when she wakes up and it's all flooded, and like uh, she's hiding with the baby from the there's a creature in there again. The creature's just just in there. Um, yeah. What happens to that creature? Like, cause I don't think there's any particular noises that because there's a bit where she's just sort of hiding from it, and then the next it's not there. Yeah, I guess um, she kind of like she kind of like went behind. The water was kind of like trip, trickling down from somewhere, and she managed to get her baby. And yeah, yeah. I mean, this was kind of tense, but at the same time, it was a bit like 
it was just a, like it felt like an excuse just to give us a nice close look at the creature. Yeah. Which I don't yeah. think we needed. We definitely didn't need it as many times as we got it. Saw it too much. Yeah. And it had like slimy... Saw it too much. That, yes. Like when I when yeah. I'm looking back at it, when I'm thinking back to it, it looks like a shitty PlayStation Two cutscene in my head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those. Uh, r- the way they moved reminded me of the, the licking things off Resident Evil 2. Yeah, yeah, they were very much like lickers, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so she, so she wakes up ed- from a nap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. She gets away from that one there, goes upstairs, I guess. And then there's the dad is looking for the kids. Um, yeah. And the kids are on top. They've gone on top of the corn silo. Yeah, is that and right? Then they, yeah, they on like a grain top of a grain silo, mm-hmm. and uh, they like light a fire to obviously show their father where they are. Yeah, um, and then they like, f- both fall in. Well, uh, one of them falls in. One of them falls um, in. Yeah, sorry. And then the other one jumps in, jumps to in try and save him. Save him. Yeah. But um, then they like clink. There's like, the door to the silo like falls on them as well, and yeah. they both like, they use it in a very Jurassic Park way. Yeah. So like it was, it was very much like T Rex attacks the jeep and they use the glass to protect themselves. Well, yeah. Obviously not using it, but that 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 was a rip off of that really when the creature was trying to get to them underneath the door. Um, yeah. So. But that, then, yeah, yeah. But then Regan's like cochlear implant, like I guess I'm not sure exactly what happens, but it just starts reacting. She just turns it on or something. I think I think the way um, the creatures work, the way they they find stuff. By the way, it's getting very dark in here. Um, <laughs> it's pretty dark. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the way they find stuff is through echolocation, so they make a noise um, and it bounces back. So yeah. I'm guessing it was making a noise that resonated with some frequency thing in her thing, um, yeah. and it was feeding back, like a feedback loop or something like that. I, might, I don't know, but that's what I'm yeah. guessing. Um, and, then it, and then it sort of finds that really painful. It's like, oh, oh mate, it's... and then it <laughs> runs away. Also, the heads have like this weird armor thing. I think we see this at this point, where yeah. it's like the, there's the head, and then there's like armor sort of that's a weird idea isn't it sort of the armor sort of comes away from the head when they're listening for stuff yeah it's yeah it's all like almost like it opens up and it's sort of like floaty yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and the, yeah, that that's not their obvious weakness and you're thinking no one no one picked this up that this was their weakness yeah someone, um, someone would have there's smart people in the world Luke there are she the, the thing goes out of the uh Burst outside, so they, they have an exit to the silo. They get out, they meet the dad, they all hug, and then they have to get in the car. So they, yeah, more, and, more and then they're pretty much going back towards the house, and right. then I think the creature's like still sort of following Over them for some, yeah. for some reason. Um, so someone, uh, Lee like attacks it, like, yeah. yeah, Lee like attacks it with an axe, and the two kids get in a pickup truck. Yeah, um, that was the Jurassic Park bit when uh, it was attacking him in the car. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Uh, exactly. Flipped it over and stuff, yeah. Mm. Um, and the lead is the, the old heroics. When his scream yeah. is the scream of when you haven't said anything for a while. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a Georgia Jungle cry. It was one of those where, he, like, does he really need to sacrifice his life to save them? There, does he need to just give himself up? Like, really? Yeah. Still... It's, it's it felt a little bit emotional. It felt a little bit like. Uh... I don't know. Uh, yeah, because also, also Evelyn is watching it on the CCTV at this particular point, yeah. which I kind of thought, Meh. you know what I mean? It just felt, Meh. yeah. It was one of those oh. things where you're just a bit like, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Come on. Um, and then, yeah. it, then, so he sacrifices himself and gets killed by the thing. And then for some reason, Regan and Marcus, the kids, they just like put the, they just take the handbrake off of that truck and it just rolls down the hill. 
Is that like a part of a plan? Like, is that like the? But then, but what? But why does that roll down the hill silent? Why does it roll down the hill silently? What's going on? I guess it's it's going over the corn fields, so it would be it would make a slushy sort of like sort of noise. But I don't don't know. It's one of those things that you're just like supposed to just believe it doesn't make sense. I think it should. should, I think this film should have taken a lot more care to try and really make certain things seem like there's absolutely zero sound, or they've prepared for it this way and this way. Yeah, but I just think it kind of felt a little bit. Marshmallow shoes. Marshmallow (laughs) shoes. Yeah, marshmallow everything. Marshmallow suits. Yeah. Um. So, Jim Lee's dead at this point. He's been maimed. Uh, eaten. Sl- whatever happens. Sliced then. up into. Sliced gu- up. Yeah. Guacamole. Yeah. These things, by the way, look like you know. Um. There's those drawings people do with like, oh, this is what Pokemon look like if they were evil and real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Cyber. There's that Pokemon called Cyber with like the blaze yeah. hands. This is like the real evil version of that. Really? Just yeah. remind me of that. Yeah. Um, that, so then, cyber, well, cyber's pretty evil as it is. Yeah, And uh, they go into the house, but then things are still coming. People are still making bloody noises, so they're still coming. Um, this is the first. I didn't realize this at the time until I read the Wikipedia summary. This is the first time Regan had been in the basement. This is the first time she'd seen the whiteboard. And um, oh right, okay. Was well, that well? That wasn't obvious, was it? Well, there was a bit earlier in the film where she was going to go down into into a basement. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. But I don't think it was made very clear that that's where. James... No, it wasn't. Because it, it, was yeah. it in a different house? It yeah, seemed like it was in a different it. house. Yeah. It yeah, it was a bit yeah. like I wasn't sure. The geography was... of the house was a little bit. Um, yeah, it was a bit disorientating. Yeah. Really, I didn't yeah. really know where they were. Everywhere kind of looked different. Every scene mm. looked a little bit like they were just in a different house in a different place. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't feel. It didn't feel homely. Yeah. So the things are still coming. Um, there's one coming right at them. I think it's downstairs now. It's like I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. And then um, she looks at the whiteboard and it says like noises or something like that. <laughs> like it says noises hurt it or something. Hates noises. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a bit of the whiteboard where it's just like just oh, I can't remember. But yeah. But then she, she works out that like uh, her, her cochlear implant starts to do the same thing again. And the things like oh my head. And if I was here, I would be like that. You know, like Professor X from like the cartoons. Just yeah, exactly. to sort of do the action. Yeah, wah, 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 just to wah, feel, wah, like wah, a, wah. feel like a superhero. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. bloody hell, I've got a bloody terrible migraine. I was out on the source last night. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the thing, like, it's sort of like confused, drunk, and then looks at him. Tongue hanging outside. And then what's her face? Emily Blunt shoots one off on its face. Yeah, she's got a shotgun now. Um, did we see the shotgun before? I think we did, didn't we? A couple of times. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. She turns into like uh, Rambo or some shit and just like blows its brains out. And then they look at each other like, oh, yeah. So the ending. <laughs> so the ending. I've got to ask if you think it was a good ending or like a bit of a nap ending where uh, what's her name realizes she can, she's got a big speaker system to plug a cochlear implant into. And then Thingy just cocks the shotgun. And like there's the other two are coming towards the house. Uh, through the CCTV footage to see that, and she just cocks a shotgun and, and then says something like, Come get some. <laughs> Not that, but like, you know, one of those sort of equivalent uh, moments. Come get some. I mean, come get some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two, two signs it. Like, get some. Awkwardly puts the shotgun down, signs it, then <laughs> quickly puts the shotgun up, cocks it, and then points the gun at the screen. Shoots the screen. Shoots the screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shh. So what do you think to that ending? 
Nah. <laughs> it reminded nah. me of the ending to the the Grey, but the Grey did it in a much better way. When it's like the final fight scene doesn't happen, like it only gets to that point. Yeah. But I really like the way they graded it. But this, so a uh, bit like a bit like do you remember the end of the original Resident Evil film when she comes out to the wrecking city and just this is like absolutely ruined and it just pans out showing the devastation and she yeah. cocks a shot and says, "Bring an arm, motherfucker." I did have a fear, like at some point, one of them, the little boy, the the one who dies at the start of the film, he said, "We're going to escape on a rocket ship." Like yeah. at some point, he makes that reference, and there's the whole the imagery of the little rocket ship toy and stuff. And then there's a bit where Jim, I was like, I live in a weird corn silo, like <coughs> yeah. somewhere where there could be like a secret base or something. And I did have a weird fear, you know, when like they're on the top of the silo and they've got the fl- fires going, you see all the fires around. I was like, yeah. I wonder if they're like st- like on top of a spaceship. <laughs> Like a rocket ship, and like it's gonna like open up, and they're they're gonna escape. All the families escape in this rocket at Just the end into space. Because I was no, getting the Shyamalan vibes. I was like, no what's, particular what's the twist destination. Or we're yeah. gonna fly into space, and uh, in space, no one, can hear you, no one can hear you scream in space, so it's fine. Twenty twenty is the year, is so I mean, we we living on Mars by then, I reckon. I reckon so. I reckon we'll yeah. just be we'll, we'll all just be brains in. And jars. then they'll go into the co- into the cockpit, and Elon Musk will be there and goes, "Don't worry." Yeah, yeah. don't worry yeah. about it. I've got and then SpaceX, like a big SpaceX logo, flies across yeah. the screen, and then he drops a nuke on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, solar panel, solar powered nuke, solar powered nuke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Strong, strongest one, strongest one. Yeah. Okay, so um, cool, so cool ending or nappy ending? What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't okay. particularly, I wasn't particularly right. keen. I thought it was all right, but you know. Okay, cool. Uh, trivia, you ready? All right. So um, this is a very new film, so there isn't that much trivia to to choose from here. Um, <laughs> so John Krasinski, uh, the director and actor in the film, um, he said that his wife, uh, as he said, cut when she screams at the fireworks in the bathtub. Uh, Emily Blunt says something amusing. Can you imagine uh, you have a guess of what she might have said at that point? So she just uh... screams. Ah, fireworks! Cut, cut. Um, she's. This is different. They're usually true or false. These ones. So, pressure. <laughs> <laughs> she says, um, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> she says, <laughs> "Give me a clue. Give me a clue." Uh, it's the kind of thing you asked someone at the office. What, what was that? The kind of thing. The kind of thing that you asked someone at the office, like a random, you know, not. Like a filler conversation that you say whenever you see someone. Oh, what? What do you? Uh, what's the weather like? Close what? enough. Well, it's not oh. close enough. It's not close at all. Uh, what's everyone having for lunch? So she did this. Ah, and it went cut. Everyone. Oh, what's everyone having for lunch? That was the. Oh, uh, well, I don't well, know how you would have got that. Well, an absolute card she is. <laughs> know, she's yeah. crazy, isn't she? Crazy. She's giving birth at no crackers, and she's obsessed with lunch for some reason. <laughs> She's obsessed with lunch. She's just been thinking about. It. She's screaming, but she's thinking, oh, "I could yeah. murder a Dairyly Lunchable." <laughs> okay, here's a good one. As a guess, who was the motion cap uh, actor for the creatures? Um, we talked about it before in the show. It's not Andy Serkis, no. It's obviously not Andy. Doug Jones. No, John uh, Krasinski, the director oh. and actor. I told you we talked about him in the show in this episode, actually. Oh, I thought you meant on the show, as in like on the 50 episodes yeah. of the show. I had to go back in my head to the 50 episodes to think about every person we mentioned. Every uh, yeah. 
every motion capture. <laughs> See, you threw me off because you mentioned Andy Serkis in almost every episode. You can't have a motion capture. Well, that's, that's sort of the point of the. Uh, he was really what well, John, John Krasinski was really good at walking on his like fingertips <laughs> and to crab crab man. Yeah. Uh, so there are exactly fifty-seven noises in this film. True or false? Fifty-seven noises. What do you mean? Just like different noises and the source of the noise. Fifty-seven uh, noises. Uh, false. Could be true. I've just made the number up. So uh... could be true. <laughs> but let's That's go it. false. Let's go false. Yeah. Okay. Here's another true or false one. <laughs> this was supposed to be a Cloverfield film. True or false? That's false, isn't it? No, it's true. Uh, they it was pitched, what early on in the development they were pitching it as a Cloverfield film, uh, and then at some point uh, they said thought, no, it doesn't quite fit. I thought that was a dirty rumor. No, it would kind of make sense as a Cloverfield film. I think it might it have makes... been a bit bit close to Ten Cloverfield Lane, but it would why not yeah. make a Cloverfield film? Why also, not? it like kind of like changes the the idea of how the Cloverfield monsters work, like hunting by sound. Oh. That and also, good, like, yeah, point, it yeah. would be a, but it probably would be a better Cloverfield film than the Cloverfield Paradox, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the final question to capture John Krasinski's final screams, the one that saved his kids, they used the sounds of uh, pigs, quince fingernails on a blackboard, a singing crow, <laughs> and the screams of John Krasinski. True or false? Uh, it's got to be true because that's that all oh, that combination. Is you know that's enough to make someone actually give birth. Yeah, yeah exactly. definitely. Yeah, I recognise the fingers and fingernails on the blackboard bit. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the Wilhelm scream. I think I got a bit of that in there. Uh, oh, there's always a Wilhelm scream. Ah! <laughs> okay. Um, you got to grade it, film. You've got to, you've got to grade the film, dude. You got to grade it, film. It, film. Um, okay, it's the soup. It's the soup. I don't. Bad soup. soup. Soup's gone. Bad juju. Um, I I think this film isn't going to live long in the memory. It's probably not a film that I would ever watch again. And mm. like, I don't think it deserves most of the hype it's getting. I mean, it was watchable. It was a good way to kill some time, and it was a fairly unique premise. But I just think it frustrated me a bit. Yeah. Um, brought a lot of questions up, and just what didn't feel. Even, even though it's original concept, I feel like it borrowed a lot from other films in order to sort of get to where it needed to go, and it was just a bit underwhelming. Yeah. I'll probably only give it. I'll probably give it a C minus. Mm, fair, okay. So I'm the same as you, really. I think uh, it was it was a pretty good film. Uh, it was fun. It felt a little bit sophomoric in a lot of places, like the mm. set design um, felt a bit amateur, a bit student filmy. Um, the the creature d- design I didn't think it was all that, um, but it was no. fun and it was it was a good effort. So I'm going to give it a C. C for effort. Yeah, <laughs> and I think like 95% of Rotten Tomatoes is ludicrous. Like you can that, that not is that. Nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. That is yeah. What what could that be? Because is that is that audience score or is that no? That's audience score is eight seven percent. So it's still pretty oh, good. But I think that's about right. Sometimes with these horror films, especially audience mm. scores, if yeah. a film gets a bit of hype, like a lot of people who go to watch it, like aren't do you know what I mean? It's just like people who yeah. don't really who aren't really horror fans, but they enjoy the the they enjoy yeah. like a nice jumpy film or a nice scary film. This is then, that maybe that's why it reminds me of Shyamalan because it's not a horror film, but it's a. Uh, Oh, it's a jumpy film. You know what I mean? It's like it's that same genre of yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like a, a tense, jumpy, horror-ish thriller. 
yeah. with some sci-fi. That's exactly the genre you're looking for. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it's, it's a thriving genre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, next, we, we probably are going to jump back into the list. Number nine, working our way through there, uh, we're going to be talking about Guillermo del Toro's second film on the list, Pan's Labyrinth, which um, I think I've been looking forward to this film quite a bit. But I've seen it so many times that, um, and fairly recently, that it's like, do I even need to watch it again? I, see, I, I know it. Uh, I I'm, watch it I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not seen it for a little while, so hmm. it'd, be, it'd be good to watch it again. Cool. All right, man. This show is brought to you by Hawken Cleaver, head of the HawkenCleaver.com. Uh, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cameron for our free <coughs> music. Thanks to ACAS hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners for listening. Um, thanks. Don't make a noise because they'll get you. Thanks to my co host Ben for being a real horror dude. Thanks, Luke. I goodbye. signed the. Uh, yeah. Is that, is that goodbye? I figured. I'll, kind I'll of see you when I see, see you. you. That's, I'm see watching you. you. See you when I see oh. you. <laughs> yeah. If I don't see you for That's a week, a friend, I'll see you for a window. Maybe when I saw someone doing that to me, they were just saying goodbye. I thought they were threatening me. Yeah. And then you punched them. Go. Evan, see a bit. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.